T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's 9.30 in 716. We are OSHI Children's Hospital Nurses. Um, we do kids. We we treat kids. That's our that's our career. Kaleida nurses will soon be out at Buffalo schools. There's something strange going on with this process of selecting a provider for the school nursing contract. I wanted Kaleida to get the contract, but they didn't. Just showed again showed again last night. You know the dysfunction that comes out of the district. We're hearing now that we were we were more expensive. Nobody ever told us that because they said they didn't accept our bid. I'm Tim Wenger on the podcast powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a cultural setting. Was it the finances or was it that the Kaleida bid was just late? Whatever it was, Kaleida nurses are out at Buffalo schools after five members of the Buffalo School Board, in a close vote, decided to end their 13-year school nursing relationship with Kaleida and go with instead what we are now told is a more efficient bid from Supplemental Health Care, effective July the 1st. Kaleida submitted their paper proposal 16 minutes late, and it set off a firestorm over the process, nurses, teachers, parents rallying to help save the relationship between Kaleida pediatric nurses and the Buffalo schools. We are um, second to none in what we do. We, we made this program. We built this program for 13 years. Before the board vote, nurses rallied. Audrey Tobin, the clinical nurse manager for the school nursing program at Kaleida. Um, every point in the RFP we meet or su- supersede because, again, we built the program. Do you feel like you're being taken for granted? I mean, how important you are to the kids of these schools? I think I think they don't realize the importance of school nursing. It's not band-aids and lice checks. It's we have kids on that have trachs. We have one site that they do 30 feeds in the morning, G-tube feeds with kids in wheelchairs. These are serious medical issues, and they are children. And I think that's also taken for granted. A nurse is a nurse. Pediatric nursing is very different. Um, we were told one of the agencies had their had their um, employees do a one-day um, conference on pediatrics. That is not sufficient. A pediatric trained nurse. We are OSHI, Children's Hospital nurses. Um, we do kids. We we treat kids. That's our that's our career. Um, it's not the same with any other kind of nurse. So what if this contract would expire? What I mean what would happen to you guys? What would happen to these schools and these kids that that you know need the 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 attention? I have no idea. I just know that uh, summer school has started the day after the 4th of July, usually, 5th or 6th of July every year, um, and we have to hit the ground running. Those those schools that we cover in the summer are the highest need schools. They're the extended school year schools, um, so they're our highest medical need kids, and I'm, I'm a little nervous for my kids at this point in the district. You know, what's going to happen? We're done uh, June 30th. Our last day is June 22nd, but the contract runs out June 30th. So obviously somebody else will be taking our place. Um, and that makes me a little nervous for them. 
And once inside the Common Council chambers where that meeting was held, a parade of speakers pleading with board members to save the Collida deal. Good evening. I'm Rachel Dominguez, parent and secretary of the Buffalo Parent Teacher Organization. <laughs> I am here tonight on behalf of over 2,500 members of the Buffalo community. It was an emotional line of guests speaking to the board. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to address the board on behalf of parents, caregivers, and other alarmed citizens who have stood up to voice concern about the continuity of high-quality local health care for our children. And when strange things are going on, people know it. They can sense excuses, they can sense dodgy answers, they can sense that half-truths are being presented. That is the perception of parents and other community members now. There's a fundamental disbelief that the district would want to end a contract that provided our children with high-quality care for many years over a 16-minute hard-copy deadline discrepancy. And there's also a sense of disbelief that the district is worried about being sued for how they bid out this RFP, since it says right on the RFP, and I quote, the district reserves the right to cancel and or amend in part or entirely the RFP at any time prior to a written contract. So basically, board members, I'm here tonight on behalf of 2,500 community members and the highly qualified nurses from right here in Buffalo who are integral to our school's well-being to call on you to reset this process. It is within our legal right to cancel or amend the RFP. And I say our here because this is not something that the district just gets to decide. I just found out about the process for evaluating these RFPs at 2.30 p.m. today when the recommendation from the district was posted to the board documents online. There was not a parent representative who reviewed the proposal. Who determined that the Kaleida proposal was to be dismissed? Was the Kaleida proposal reviewed and then dismissed? What went on behind closed doors? As a BPTO executive board member, I have been involved and informed about many such opportunities. In this instance, crickets. There was no parent representation on the selection committee. Why not? These are our children. The community outcry over this issue could have been avoided if the district had involved the people whose children are most affected by the decision. Look, I understand that you're trying to balance a budget. I get that there are financial constraints due to burgeoning personnel costs, the increase in charter schools in our district, the poor level of support from the city of Buffalo, the fact that we're paying full price fares to the NFBA and getting part-time service. I understand that these are the hard realities. But if the real reason the district disqualified Kaleida is because of a desire to pay less for nursing staff via companies located in Utah and the Sun Belt and not because of archaic hard copy deadlines, then the district needs to be upfront and transparent about that. If the district wants to balance a budget on the backs of our kids' health and well-being, say it. Board members, your constituents can sense that something is amiss. It is incumbent upon you to listen to us and reset this process. Forget Utah or the Sun Belt, we're from the Rust Belt and we support our local nurses. Thank you. Now to the decision. Buffalo School Board member Larry Quinn talking with Susan Rose and Brian Mazarowski about the new deal voted on with Supplemental last night. I voted for that. For the new, the, where the contract was awarded, which was Sun Belt Staffing and Supplemental Health Care? Yeah, and I wanted Kaleida to get the contract, um, but in the final analysis, they were their bid was about two million, uh, between a million five and two million dollars more over the three-year term of the contract. So it, there wasn't really a judgment call there. You can't you can't award a, a contract to uh, a vendor that's 
you know, several million dollars more in a public context like this. I, I don't see where we'd have the flexibility to do that. Can you give us an idea of what nurse staffing in schools will look like going forward? How different or similar it might be as to years past? My understanding is it's not going to be different at all. I, the, the, the thing that I wanted to be sure of was that we had the same uh, mix of registered nurses and licensed nurses, that there wasn't a, a degradation of the quality and the skill level and so forth. And I've been assured that the uh, distribution of nurses by category is the same. What do you know about this company that you just contracted with? I don't really know a lot. They, I mean, that was one of the criticisms. This was kind of a rushed deal. Um, the uh, staff that claims they've vetted them, that they operate in other districts, they operate in the state, um, and, you know, they apparently have a good track record in doing this kind of thing. I think a lot of the controversy around this was uh, that the, you know, the RFP process, I don't believe, was handled real well either. It was the first bids were received in January. Board members didn't really, weren't really aware of, you know, the the issue of colitis have been their bid late and that those kinds of issues until several weeks ago. So the criticisms of how the board handled the RFP process are fair. But in the final analysis, when you're a public official, you you know, you look at bids, is the bid responsive? Is it is it apples to apples? And if it's roughly a million five to two million more, uh, you can't Justify. Well, you know, I don't think even legally you can you can go and award it to somebody who's a higher bidder. So that uh, whole issue of Kaleida submitting their bid late, uh, from what you just said, didn't really play into the board's decision. It didn't play into mine. I mean, when that when that issue came up, I thought it was ridiculous as well. I, I pressed very hard with the district. I was assured that the district um, took the position, and, and I, I think they're right that they reserve the right to to consider any proposal and i was assured that it was reviewed i I took great pains to make sure i knew what the cost of the collider proposal was if the collider proposal were the lowest bidder i would not have voted last night on what we did and i would have insisted that we accept their proposal so i think that whole issue of the 16 minutes being late you know I, I, i i think it was a straw man and and i you know, I mean, there was no excuse for them. I mean, there was no excuse to be for them being late. But they've done great service for the community. They're a great organization. I have a lot of respect for them. So I, I don't want to make a big deal about this 16 minutes. I, I, I just think, for me, anyway, personally, it was a straw man. Was uh, Larry with the the new contract with the new company? Will there be any changes at all in schools? Will there be just as many nurses? Hey, there, yeah, there'll be the same number of nurses, the same number of type of nurse. You know, you, um, there was people last night that said, oh, you're going to hire agency nurses and this and that. No, we're not. We're, they're going to be permanent nurses, permanently assigned to the school. Uh, they're going to, where we had an RN before, there'll be an RN now. Um, so I don't see any difference there. I, I, I made a point last night, you know, asking whether uh, a nurse who's working per Kaleida can apply for um, a job with this group, and they, I was assured they were. There, There are representation issues you know the the collided nurses are represented by the seiu uh this uh company does not have a bargaining unit um 
and somebody said, well, they're non-union. Well, I, my look at it is them being an open shop. And quite frankly, if I were uh, a collider nurse that wanted to continue my work in the school, I'd apply for the job. I, I would imagine that um, I can't see a reason why the district would, would, would not hire uh, the existing nurse. And if and if the union representation were an issue, then I'd, I'd call an organization vote and, and correct create a new bargaining unit you know, with the SEIU or somebody else and unionize. So, um, look, it's not a great situation. I, I have a lot of respect for the nurses that have been working in our schools, a lot of respect for the people that came out, a lot of respect for the Collider organization, their leadership. But then it, you have to look at this. Um, the district is in serious financial shape. Every dollar that we don't save is a dollar we don't spend in that classroom. I guess really not a surprise considering, you know, it's a cost-cutting measure for them. Reaction now from Kaleida executive and spokesman Mike Hughes on WBEN. Um, they had been looking for ways to save money through this budget process, and unfortunately they made a decision last night that's, uh, you know, saving money on the backs of the kids. But, Mike, a lot of the discussion has been about the bid being late and that that's, you know, the whole issue was over the lateness. But it really, in the end, it wasn't. It was over the, the money, right? Well, I guess you're going to have to ask the district that because they said that they didn't consider a bid because it was late. You know, let's remember it was sent electronically on time. Now we're hearing today or late last night that our bid was over uh, the cost of what they accepted in terms of the new bid. So, again, it's once again, it's it's dysfunction with the schools. Did they accept our bid? Did they not accept our bid? Were we too high? Were we in the in the zone? Were we even close? Um, we can't get a straight answer out of the schools. And I think, you know, it just showed again, it showed again last night, you know, the dysfunction that comes out of the district. We're hearing now that we were, we were more expensive. Nobody ever told us that because they said they didn't accept our bid. Well, uh, a lot of the focus now will go to the level of care, which uh, school board members say it's going to be the same staffing levels across schools, same nursing uh, amount of nurses in Buffalo Public Schools. What do you say to the level of care? That was something that uh, nurses who rallied outside the school board before the meeting were focused on. Sure. I mean, you can't expect to save a half a million dollars a year and provide the same level of care. So, you know, we had uh, a majority of RNs um, and uh, nurse practitioners in the school, uh, upwards of 60. There's no way that they can afford to have that many and, and still try and save a half million dollars a year. My guess is that they'll try and use uh, licensed practical nurses, which is a, a lesser uh, qualification. So, But that's their decision, and, and, and that's fine. At this point, we're more, more focused on our staff and taking care of the nurses and, and getting them back into our, our organization and making sure that everybody's made whole. You mentioned uh, the different levels of nurses that may or may not be used in schools. Uh, when it comes to a school nurse... What exactly is the correct level needed? Um, how far does care go within a school before they're sent to a doctor or sent home, something like that? Well, every school district sees it differently. Um, some some think it's fine to have a part-time or an agency nurse or an LPN, um, and that's, that's the school district's decision. Uh, in an urban setting, you need a much higher level of care, whether it's an RN or a nurse practitioner, because... So many of the issues that the kids have. There's kids with special needs. 
there's kids with social issues. So it's not just about, you know, Band-Aids and, you know, bruised knees here. There's an awful lot of uh, 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 major impact, uh, major health care issues that these kids have. And relationships, too, which we really haven't talked about. But there's been a, a special relationship these nurses have had with not only the students, but the families and teachers, right? Yeah, and I think you saw a lot of that on display last night. The parents that spoke out, and even the nurses, they talked about the unique relationships that they develop with the kids from the time they come in at kindergarten through the time they graduate. The nurses develop a unique bond. They know the kids' ailments and issues and, you know, the special uh, medical needs that they have. So um, it's not just about a nurse um, who may be going school to school throughout the week. It's the nurse that's there every single day and knows the school or knows the kids that are in the schools. Mike, how many nurses are we talking about that that are Kaleida nurses that work in the schools? Yeah, we have about 80 staff, and that's a combination of registered nurses, nurse practitioners, LPNs, and medical assistants. Well, will there be layoffs now because of this contract going to a different provider? Absolutely not. We have guaranteed everybody that works in the city schools a job within Kaleida Health. Um, that process begins today as we meet with uh, the staff and, and our labor representatives We've guaranteed them positions within Children's Hospital, our Kaleida Adult Hospitals, our home care company, anywhere in the organization. So, again, our focus now is is uh, on our staff and making sure that the nurses are made whole. 76 nursing staffers with Kaleida are out effective July 1st. They'll find new assignments within Kaleida organizations, we're told. Back tomorrow. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.